We are now moving on to the fifth in our series of lectures, brief lectures, on Parshas Yisro. So we begin Chamishi. Vayavo Moshe, and Moshe came. Moshe heard the message from God, and now he came. Um, and now he came. Vayikro leziknei ha'om. And he called out to the elders. Vayosem lifnehem, he told the elders, Eskol ha'devorim ho'ele asher tzivohu Adonoi. Everything that God had told him. Well, it's interesting. God told him to speak to Veis Yaakov and to Bnei Yisro. means to everyone. Moshe doesn't seem that he spoke to everyone. He called the Ziknei Ha'om and he told them all of these matters. Mephoshim say that Moshe spoke to the elders in the presence, b'ma'amad kol Yisrael. But still, I stress this because it is, um, it is something, something to look at. Something to look at. So Moshe presented him with the words of God. Ramban takes it further and says, Moshe said to them, okay guys, you got it. I'm giving this to you to think about and decide. You're going to buy in or not? Interestingly, the people did not wait for a discussion, send it to a committee, let's take a vote, let's have a debate, but rather they responded. All the people, they didn't wait, they, they overruled the elders, they overruled all the procedures and protocols, and they said together, Yachtov, together in unison, Kol Asher Diber Hashem Naaseh, we will do everything that God said. By Yoshev Moshe as Om El Hashem. Moshe went back to God. Rashi says the next morning on day three, early in the morning, and Moshe told God, "This is what they said." Doesn't God know what they said? Wasn't he Kavayochel eavesdropping to hear what they would say? And doesn't God know all? Rashi says, This is to teach all of us something. Don't say. Don't, if you're sent on a mission, don't think, well, the boss who sent me, he must have heard by now how the mission turned out. No. You were sent on a mission. You, it's your responsibility to go back to the person who sent you and to tell him, this is what happened. So we're up to the third day of Siva. And Moshe has reported back to God himself and told him, the people have bought in. They have said, Naaseh, we will do. So God responds to him. So God responds to Moshe and said, Okay, I'm coming. You bought into it. Next step. Behold, I am coming to you. In the thickness of the cloud. Rashi maintains that Av Ha'onon is synonymous with a word we will come to later, Arofel, which means the thickness of the cloud, the thick, cloudiest, darkest, mistiest part of the cloud. I'm going to come to you in that mysterious, misty cloud. 
Notice, I'm coming to you, Moshe. We're going to have this private uh, session within the cloud. The people will hear when I speak to you. They will hear. And they will believe in you. They will believe in you. What's the v'gambcha? And also in you they will believe. Says Rashi, they will believe in you and in all the future prophets of Israel. This is the, this is the, what can I say, the core, the, 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 the very beginning of the whole process of Nevoah, of God speaking and revealing himself to man. It's happening now for the first time in this Havheonon, in this cloud. This is um, where, we, uh, where, where we are. And interestingly, Vayaged Moshe estivrei ho'om. El Hashem. What is this? And Moshe told what the people said to God. The people haven't said anything. What do you mean? God told, God, Moshe said, this is what the people said, Naaseh, fine. God says, I'm coming to see you in an Arofel, in the Avonon, in the cloud. Fine. Now, Moshe told God what the people said. So, so what is this? Rashi, of course, says that this Vayaged is no longer on the third day. Now we're on to the fourth day the fourth day of the month of Siva. And I'm telling you, Rebona Shlolem says, Moshe, the people want to see you. They don't want any of this business of, you know, Moshe will be in the cloud with God and we'll kind of listen in and tune in. No. Rashi. I heard them object to this process of me meeting you in a private, inter- secluded uh, cloud. Uh, we wa- they want to hear you yes- themselves. We want to ritsoneinu. We want liroses malkeinu. We want to have a direct uh, encounter with God. Others say, and for this we turn to the Ibn Ezra, always looking for the simplest approach, says, Vayaged Moshe Moshe had already told back in Pasuk Ches, Vayoshev Moshe Hashem. Yes, God, God, Moshe brought back the words, and Moshe told God. He already told God. Uh, uh, he had already told God about this. It's not a a new vayaget, but it's a reference to the old vayaget. Um, and there are, of course, um, other approaches as well. But now here we are on day four. Vayomer Adonai el Moshe leich el haom. God says to Moshe, go to the people. What does mean? Does it mean to sanctify them? No. The Targum says, and Rashi agrees, prepare them. Vikidashtom means prepare them. Prepare them. Prepare them today, day four, and mochor tomorrow, day five. And have them um, wash their clothes. Have them wash their clothes. Wash their clothes. We know a yesod, the Ramban quotes it. It's a mechilta. Whenever the Torah speaks of washing clothes, it means to immerse the clothing 
in a mikvah and to immerse oneself in a mikvah. Uh, this is this is the uh, Ramban. So we have the people being told to prepare themselves on day four today and tomorrow on day five, and to immerse themselves, to bathe themselves. And on the third day, the third day now being the sixth day of the month, then which normally would translate to be ready. Rashi says no. means to separate themselves from their wives, to disengage from intimate relationships, man and wife. Rashi says, Indeed, the Pasuk later in Pasuk Tesvav says, So we see that means to withdraw from the uh, marital uh, intimacy. So we're up at day six. On day three, which is day six of Sivan, God will descend in front of Kol Ha'om, in front of everyone. Rashi says Kol Ha'om means everyone's eyes, even the blind, will be healed and will see. They will see God on the mountain of, of Sinai. But don't think they can just approach God all the way. You must make a boundary around the people and tell them, Be careful. Don't go up the mountain. Don't even touch the edge. Stay around the perimeter. Whoever actually touches the mountain. Too close. Too close is not good. Too close is not good. Most you must. It could lead to death. Losiga boyod. Don't touch it. Don't touch it at all with your hand. Kisakol yisakel o yoro yore. He who touches it will be stoned or will be cast down. Yore, Rashi says, means yushlach lamato. Means be thrown down, will be cast down. Do not come too close. The consequences could be stoning or falling. Animal or man will not survive direct contact with this mountain. When the yoveil, Rashi says, means a shofar shall iron, a ram's horn. When the ram's horn extends, when the ram's horn continues to blow, then they can ascend the mountain. Because that mishocha yoveil, that long shofar blast, is a signal, says Rashi, of siluk shechina. Divine presence is gone. Once the divine presence is gone, the mountain is merely a mountain and anybody can ascend. Anybody can ascend. Vayered Moshe min hohor el ha'om. Moshe came down from the mountain to the people. Vayikadesh es ha'om again and he prepared the people. Vayikadesh es ha'om 
um, says Targum, the Zamin Yasama, not he sanctified the people, he prepared the people, they indeed um, immersed their clothing and themselves, presumably, in uh, mikvah waters. Notice, Moshe went in Hohor El Hohom. Moshe was either in divine communication on the mountain, or he was with the people. He had no side jobs. He was not interested in his own affairs. As Rashi says, Lo hoya Moshe pone la'asakov. Moshe did not take a few minutes to go and check how things were doing in his tent. No, from the whore to the mountain. And he said to them, Be ready for three days. Do not approach, do not have relations with your wife. Now here we have a crucial machlokes in the Gomorrah in Maseches Shabbos. What does this mean? Does it mean today is day four, tomorrow is day five, then the third day is day six, the next three days, day four and day five and day six, stay away from your wives. And then there will be will be on that third day, meaning day seven in the morning, and then that's when the action will start. That is the opinion in the Gemara of Rabbi Yossi, that Moshe Hosif Yom Echod Midato, Moshe added another day. The Torah was not given the sixth day of Sivan, but the seventh day of Sivan. However, there's another opinion and says, no. Be careful these three days, four, five, and six, because on day six, the third of these three days, then the action will begin. So Moshe added no day to the uh, days of the three. It, what Lishloshes Yomim simply means third day, three days. Al Tikshu Elisha. It happened on that third day, whether it's the third day, the sixth of Sivan, the third day of seventh of Sivan. There was sounds and lightning, and a heavy cloud upon the mountain. A strong sound of the shofar, very strong. All the people in the camp trembled. Trembling, Moshe still took them out toward God. Rashi says, God was walking toward them, they were walking toward him, and they had this encounter in the middle, like a groom walking out to greet a bride. Hashem is Sinai Bo. God came from Sinai toward the Jewish people. And they stood. What does it mean, Simply, says Rashi, it means they stood at the foot of the mountain, the base of the mountain. But we know that Medrash, also a Gemara, that God lifted up the mountain above the people and held it over their hem and said, if you receive the Torah, fine. If not, this mountain is falling on your heads. By Yisyatsu Besachti Sahor simply means they stood at the foot of the mountain, but the Medrash has it, they stood underneath the mountain. Vahar Sinai Oshan Kulo. Har Sinai was smoking. Oshan is a verb. Har Sinai was all smoking. Tonein Kule, says Targum. It was all smoking. After all, God had descended 
descended upon the mountain in fire. Vayal ashanok eshen hakivshon vayecharat kol hahor miod. The smoke went up like the smoke from a furnace, and the entire mountain trembled. The people trembled. The mountain trembled. Vayikol hashofar holech vechazek maod. The sound of the shofar got stronger and stronger. Normally, says Rashi. When you blow a shofar, it starts off strong and then gets weaker and weaker as the person gets weaker. But this is a different kind of shofar, different kind of voice. It gets stronger and stronger as time goes on. Spiritual experience is one that builds and builds and builds. Moshe Yidaber Elo Kim Ya'anenu Many ways of understanding these last few words. However, Rashi understands it the following way. Moshe spoke. And if you wonder, how could Moshe speak in such a way that everyone could hear him, that his voice was magbir v'nishma, his voice was getting stronger, and people were able to listen to him. How did he get the koach for that? The answer is, Elohim ya'anenu v'kol. God responded in the matter of the voice. That's how Rashi understands it. Ya'anenu al-devar hakol. In the matter of the voice, in the matter of your question, how did Moshe have the power to continue to speak magbir v'nishma, to speak aloud and stronger and stronger? It was because God helped him. God supported him in his, um, uh, in his talk. What was Moshe saying? Was he saying the Aseres Hatibros? Was that the message he was giving? Rashi says yes. Moshe Yedaber Umashmiya Hadibros Yisroel. Remember, the people only heard the first two of the Ten Commandments. The other eight were from Moshe. So according to Rashi, Moshe here is speaking with all the shofar in the background, etc. He's speaking the words of the Aseres Hadibros, which we will study in the next lecture, in more detail. But others say, no, this is not the words of um, the of the, uh, the Dibros, but rather these are the words of the whole story of everything that happened to the Jewish people before Matan Torah. All these events, and Moshe explained to them what all these events meant, what the whole background was all about. This is the Ramban's um, approach. So we will stop here at the end of our fifth lecture. We are now holding at Shishi. Tomorrow, Amir Hashem, we will proceed with studying the so important uh, Aliyah, the Shishi, the next Aliyah, which contains, of course, the Aseres Hadibros themselves.